Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy George McKay, back here on the MLW Rewind, and today's an exciting rewind. Today, we're going to do a watch-along of the very first premiere episode of the newly premiering MLW Underground on Reels. That's right, we are very excited, very stoked to be here, and as you know, with these watch-alongs and review shows, I never do it alone. And here I am with my PIC, it's the one and only Uncle Bobby B. Bobby? Hi! Uh, great to be back. As always, we're actually in... Uh Uncle Bobby's studios today. I don't have a name for, for my studio. We're on, we're on location. The subterranean studios. Uh -huh. Let's call it that because we're in a basement. Yeah. So but, a lot of Jason shit. There's one behind me. He's wearing a fucking Jason shirt. We're not even going to get into that. I'm leaving it off the table. Because I know George does not like Jason Voorhees. So. Yeah, I'm going to lay this out right now. He's not in my top five. And if you want to know what's in my top five, message us. That's it. Watch Street Talk Wrestling. He's talked about it. So. <laughs> Very detailed, actually. Also, some big news. Uh, super excited to uh, announce we've uh, joined Sunday night's main event, SNME uh, Radio Network. It's a long-established podcast network with uh, a ton of great shows on there already. And uh, I'm already on. This is the third one I'm on. So if you like me, it, 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 it's worth giving it a shot. I mean, it, it's a Patreon and memberships are as, as low as just over a dollar a week. So something to consider checking out. And uh, it's just an additional way for you to listen to MLW Rewind and, and the stuff that we do. So I'm super excited for, for this episode of Underground. It's the first episode, the premiere of this new show. And uh, Well, they're bringing it back. Well, yeah. They're bringing it back. But still, we are stoked and excited to be there, be here and do that. This new season, I should say, because it's, it's a league. Yeah, it's, it's a season. Season, that's right. And uh, this episode's packed with a lot of stuff. We know we're going to see the culmination of Hammer versus Nduka. It ends tonight, last man standing match. We also know Jacob Vitu's in the house. He will be cutting a promo. I wonder what the number one contender for the MLW Heavyweight title's got to say. And uh, there's a lot more action in store. So without further ado... MLW Underground, watch along with the Rewind. First one ever. Let's get it. I don't want to blast it too loud. because I uh, I love this uh, this movie voice. They got it. It adds intensity to it. Oh, 100%. We got this opening uh, montage. All the, all the current there. stars with the former stars. Yeah. There's Davy Boy with the Oprah Cup. Sorry, I mean Opera Cup. <laughs> The Jim Carrey Cup. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was good. I just want to know where Davey came up with those names. Well, he, he named a, pretty much a lot of Canadian celebrities. Which and was, why wouldn't he? Which was great. But just the way, like, was that, did he plan that ahead of time? Or was that just off the fly? Because I just love that his thought process came up with those three names specifically. I feel like it was off the cuff. And uh, that was just his recovery process for it. And uh, right off the bat here, great opening montage. This uh, intro video is looking pretty interesting. Yeah, and the, the opening song is so awesome. I heard it earlier uh, today when they announced it, that the, what the song was going to be. And it is incredible. But uh, yeah, man, again, Reels, uh, this partnership with MLW is huge for them. This is just raising the stock to put more eyes on an already great product. And, uh, you know, uh, we're glad to, again, be part of SNME because we are the only podcast on there that's talking MLW fully. It's not just a clip or a segment. It's full MLW all the time. I think we're one of the few just MLW podcasts, period. Uh, yeah, that would be true. Yeah, that would be true. There's, I think there is a couple. I know there's a couple, and they all have great content for sure. There's definitely some other ones, but there's there's not yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's my man Stryker. Yeah. And he's, oh, there we go. 
Jacob Fatu coming out right now to cut his promo. So, guys, they are back in Philly tonight, and uh, this is Philly's got a lot of history for Jacob Fatu, a lot of history. And, uh, of course, we're getting the uh, recap of Jacob Fatu laying Enzo out, or real one, sorry. I don't know if that is uh, finished. Or... Well, I think it's on the back burner for now because this is the predominant storyline. When will he cash in and when will he, you know, when will he take oh, his opportunity, right? What a talent, this guy. Uh, just super unfortunate that his criminal record is, is was kind of holding him back from WWE. Not sure if that's even where he wants to go, but he would just, like, come on. You know where I'm going with this. Like, how badass would Jacob Fatu be? In the bloodline, like I don't know if it would work now with Solo Solo being there. Solo is WWE's version of Jacob Fatu. He he is the mercenary. I'm I'm not saying they're even they hold a candle together okay. talent wise, but he is the mercenary. You have Jacob Fatu come in and challenge Roman to be head of the table. Hmm. Well, he's. Talking about how good it feels to be back in Philadelphia. Hmm. And it's probably one of the first times anyone has ever said that. Uh, <laughs> What's your beef with Philly? Come on, man. Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Yeah, it's going to be a super fight in Philly. The crowd looks pretty pumped. Pretty full house. Absolutely, man. Philly that. always draws a good crowd. So he is saying that he will challenge uh, Hammerstone at Super Fight, and he's going to win his title again, which is going to be awesome. Look at this dude in the front row with the dark glasses on. He looks very Neo-ish. Yeah. I love how we always randomly pick out a fan. Like, remember the chick who was the uh, like the tire Valkyrie, Valkyrie doppelganger? She had the same boots and everything? Like, she was yeah. extra. Um, oh, of I, course. I actually uh, heard down the grapevine there was maybe a, a, some weird fan at this uh, this taping. <clears throat> well, speaking of the real one, is he like a? Is he like supposed to be a jacked up Ralph? Uh, ref, sorry, I mean Ralph. Like makes you want a Ralph. But uh, what are you? I don't know. Is that like a nightcap he's wearing? Duff. I don't know what this guy. <laughs> that, that looks like a, a nightcap, like you know, like uh, night before Christmas. He dresses like an Australian's nightmare. <laughs> I don't understand what. Wait, is, hold on. What's an Australian's nightmare? I'm, I'm intrigued. That okay. That, but uh, only oh, that's only a nightmare in Australia. No, you got it. It's a, it's a throwback to this is Spinal Tab. You have to you have to be familiar with the flick to get it. I, I know the flick. I just yeah. don't remember that line. The only line I remember is we lost one of our drummers in an unfortunate lawn mowing incident. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, so we're getting the we're getting bitch bleeped out. Yeah. Well, it's reals. He's got Enzo's got his Alexa Bliss gloves on. Uh, <laughs> oh, just one. Sorry, just one. Well, she only wears one too, so it is the Alexa Bliss. I actually like this as much as the getup is ridiculous. Oh, uh, and, and I'm no selling all this talking he's doing right now. Oh, how are you going to say the Samoan bloodline is all a bunch of bitches? Damn. Okay, so he's wearing, that is a pant leg that has been tied off at the top. He's doing like a Michael Scott. Uh, so I, that's not a... That's a kerchief? Is that a kerchief? It's a kerchief, yeah. Yeah, that's a pant leg. That's a tied off pant leg, son. Huh. All right. 
He took an old pair of chef's pants and just tied them off. Oh, please say one more word. Yeah, so if you didn't catch that, a lot of swearing I don't, I don't know if the audio is coming through. Uh, Jacob Fatu just said to Enzo, if you say one more word, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And immediately security came the fuck out. Yeah, and he's saying a word, and now he's hiding behind all the security as Jacob Fatu is just barreling through them. <laughs> Look how many security guards out Oh, my to... God. This is amazing. I almost, I, I thought, did I see Court out there? Is Court out there too? He no. might have been. I think I missed it. We got referees. We got security staff. Oh, this is, you don't insult the entire history of this moment and, and, like, and not expect Jacob Fatu to do anything about it. Well, like, no, but this stupid. is, hey, this is, uh, from, from a booking perspective, this is smart. Like, Enzo is, you think to yourself, this guy's got to be crazy, like, saying that stuff to Jacob Fatu, but look how pissed off Jacob Fatu is. Yeah, he definitely struck a nerve. I mean, and I like the way he said some of the stuff. I mean, drop a deuce, drop a deuce. Yeah. It was smart. I mean, Fatu's getting escorted to the back. Enzo's still in the ring with a microphone and a kerchief, so I guess he kind of won this little exchange. Well, it took four to 20 security guards to get Jacob Fatu to go to the back. But I actually like the sleeves. The, the sleeves kind of look cool. The rest of it, I don't know, man. Yeah, you didn't win Battle Riot, though, bro. Uh, <clears throat> he technically did, because it was almost like when British Bulldog won the Rumble and Shawn Michaels was not eliminated. He came back in to eliminate British Bulldog. Yeah. That was kind of the same thing. Oh, okay, right on. Mance Warner is going to shut up. Real one, and I'm okay with that. Oh, the Southern Psycho Mance Warner. Uh, as I was saying, I said it to Ricky Shane Page the other day, that you and Mance Warner have just been two of the, the hottest, brightest spots in MLW since you all joined. I'm um, glad they keep coming back, and they've been just like, Mance is fantastic. I love this guy. Give this guy a microphone. Put him in the ring. He's money. Just don't let him cut a promo with a plane over top, and if you do, just, crop it. Just crop it. Like, don't give the poor guy light beer. Mance, come back up to Canada, bud. We'll get you some real beer. Come on back up to Canada, bud. Have a drink. Is it? <laughs> oh, there's Taya. There's Taya there with Enzo. Uh, oh yeah! Uh, how funny that he would pick out the doppelganger fan that's always yeah, in the front row every yeah. time they come to Philly. And like we don't, we joke. We say Ty Valkyrie from Wish. That's not meant to disparage. I said Ty Valkyrie. From I Wish. said it. You said. I never said it. That's not meant to be disparaging. Like I'm, I'm just saying she's got kind of similar. Uh, she rocks the same boots. Same boots. Same boots. Similar builds. But you know, she's not a world champion like Taya is. <laughs> that was, like the bottom of a stat snap. That, that actually was pretty funny. Enzo was always good for the one-liners. He's had a mic too long. That's all he's good for. Hey. He's had a mic too long. You couldn't hit me like dumb and or uh yeah, dumb and dumber. Mm. <laughs> the telephone booth. I'm gonna beat the Dixie out your ass. Yeah, the crowd 
clearly Philly, behind Philly, Nance Philly behind Nance Warner, absolutely. He's had a mic way too long. I'm bored. Uh, yeah, I am bored. Like, and and y'all know my my feelings on Enzo. I'm not his biggest fan, but objectively here, like fuck. Too much microphone time. Too much microphone. We're what? Ten minutes in, three of it he's been on the mic. Yeah, they bleeped out quite a bit, eh? Yeah. I wonder what the uh, what the bleeping is. Maybe it's restrictions on movie reels. What can and can't be said, right? It's entirely possible. Uh, well, we've got Mance and we've got real one, and they're kicking it off on the first episode of this season, this new season of MLW Underground. Even though it says fusion in the background. Well, it is still a fusion. Yeah, that's true. So Enzo doing the, uh, you know, shuffle with his feet. <laughs> doing the old one-two shadow box. Yeah, I mean, he is a, he's a boxer. I get it. Uh, but man, <laughs> did he just... Just KO one shot. He one shot at him. Big show style. It's so... Dude, did he just, did he just, uh... He laid him out! Did he just, like, snatched, like... No, he, like, Ronnie from like, Jersey Shore, one-shot kid. No, like Brad Pitt, remember? In the, in yeah, Smash, yeah, yeah. Where he, ju he just counter-punched him once. He and didn't then, even uh, counter-punch him. He got the first strike. Mance got the first strike on well, him. Like, like, no, he came, he came in to throw a punch, but Mance just won... Clocked him in the chin. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Give it. I'm going to give it to Enzo on that one because that was. It, listen, he is a little bit more uh, of a name in wrestling. So to take that dive to Mance Warner, that's I'll I, give him that. I was going to just say the exact same thing. As much as I'm, I might shit on Enzo, or, or I'm not his biggest fan. I try not to shit on people. I'll definitely shit on his wardrobe choices. Well, that's a different story. Uh, that was that was. You know, he's he's. I guess you could say more established. He's been on the big time. Uh, Mance has done some big time stuff too, but maybe not Stroy's, to the same level as... Throwing a temper. <laughs> Look at the bell guy. He's trying not to laugh. Uh, that, he, he just did a did a job for, for Mance Warner and uh, credit to him for that. It was got laid out. That was great. He sold it for him and good, yeah, one right like jab, maybe a hook. No, I think it was just or a cross. straight jab. I think it was maybe a cross. It might have been a cross. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that. But uh, so I, I'm assuming now this is going to lead to some ongoing uh, altercations between the two of them. You know what I hope they do? I hope they do like one of those uh, best of seven series, but with like stupid contests, like a thumb war, like an oh, arm, God. like an arm wrestling contest. Like I think that would just be funny. Slap contest. You ever seen those slap contests? Some of those dudes get knocked the fuck out. It's pretty crazy. I'm, I, for the record. I do not condone the slapping contest league, whatever it's called. Have you seen that intense rock, paper, scissors league they have over Japan? Yeah. That shit's intense, man. Everything in Japan is intense. It they is. are intense. It's wild because, like, anytime I think I'm good at something, I go online and, like, just find a Japanese person who's, like, 12 years old doing it better than I am. It's very frustrating. So, so we got to recap. Sorry, we got a recap here of. All the Induka and Hammer drama leading up to tonight's last man standing fight. 
and this will most likely be the last. But shout out to EJ. I know it's not MLW related, but he will be on an episode of Dark. He did share it on his socials, uh, so he'll be on an episode of Dark. Oh, nice. I, I believe tonight or tomorrow. He is in a Dark match at AEW, so uh, good for him, man. If AEW's got their eye on him, I don't know if it's necessarily the right place for Nduka to be. I feel like he was getting more camera time, and he grew a lot more in MLW. But I get it, man. You got to stretch your wings. You got to broaden your horizons. Do your thing, man. Do you? We wish EJ nothing but the best. Um, absolutely. Um, I and like. I just, I, I feel like now, this, this might be bad, but I don't know, this might be wrong. Uh, I feel like if he goes to AEW, mm. they're going to toss him into Mogul Enterprises with Swerve. He will, he will be, he will be a background player, unfortunately, and I don't think that's where he needs to be. This is a man who should be in title pitchers. Doesn't matter which title, he can hold them all, but this is a man who should be in title pitchers. I, I, I kind of, I've heard there's interest from Japan. Excuse me, I would love to see him uh, just head out to Japan for a bit. W hold on. Alex Kane with the Oprah Cup and a conga line. It's, it's, the, it's the Opera Cup. No, the Oprah Cup. The uh... <laughs> And O'Shea Jackson is out there. All the Bumai Fight Club. We're getting a recap of all the uh, the previous winners of the Opera Cup. Who stole the Opera Cup? Well, we know now. We know it was Alex Kane. And and I'm still waiting, Alex. How do I get one of those Bumaye Fight Club jackets? Yeah, man. We're, we're, we're waiting. We want one. And the crowd clearly behind the Bumaye Fight Club. A lot of the Bumaye Fight Club. I love it, man. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, no. He's insulting Philly's greatest export, the cheesesteak. <laughs> Oh, so he's going to choke. This is a prize fight. This is another one of the... Uh, oh, the, pe the uh, Peach Prize Fights. Peach State. Peach State Prize Fights. Yep, you got it. So basically, Alex Kane is insinuating he's going to stuff a Philly cheesesteak sandwich down the throat of his defeated opponent. I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a... Uh, an insinuation. I think he's going to do it. <laughs> well, it. It's a promise. It's, 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 it's a promise. Uh, and he's walking around to the fans, and they're, oh! oh! <laughs> that dude just took a Philly cheesesteak to the face. And Alex called him a hoe. <laughs> we got a couple hype men in the Boomaye Fight Club as well. I love it. This is amazing. I, every time I see the Boomaye Fight Club, they add layers to this. They add layers to this. I love and, it. And like honestly, the fact that there's really little to no explanation. Dude, he just he just shoved a Philly cheesesteak down a, a kayfabe fan's face, and the whole crowd is yelling "Boomaye!" Yeah, like that's what you know you're over. And he's going back to him. But he's sitting here going like, "I can't get fucking over as a heel over here. What's going on?" Uh, so they yeah. love it. They they absolutely who doesn't who doesn't love this fucking guy, man. And I love that these guys here, the Bumai Fight Club, we have no idea who most of them are. There's been no explanation, and it's great. They're just there. I actually kind of like that. Well, we do know the man holding the cup is O'Shea Edwards. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a obviously. member of Shane Taylor Promotions. Uh, the other gentleman, I do not know. Right? And I like that. And like, two of them do look like twins, though. So those two are definitely twins of some kind. Oh. <laughs> shut, so we'll, shut your whole ass up. So we'll censor bitch, but we're not going to censor whole ass. Well, no, no. What's wrong with whole ass? I don't know. I, I feel bitch, like bitch is a derogatory term. Whole ass is just saying whole ass. Have you ever referred to somebody in a positive way as whole ass? 
Right now, I will. Because I've said Rob, bitch. You're my favorite whole ass. I've said bitch in a positive way many times. You said I, female dog in a positive way many times. Absolutely. Is when you're looking at a female dog? No, I said that again, like, that's a nice bitch. I used bitch in a positive. Well, yeah. Okay, but bitch is more of a swear word than ho ass. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, well, obviously, the people at Reels, Jafar. The, the marvelous, marvelous Jafar. Jafar. He's so marvelous. I don't know who he is, but he's coming out, and Alex Kane is going to suplex the shit out of him. Well, he looks like he's in pretty good shape. Looks pretty young. Yeah, definitely, definitely a local Philadelphia up-and-comer for sure. You think so? I do. Are I do. Well, I'm gonna plug him into the Google machine right now. Plug him in. Let me see what I'm, let me know if I'm right. If he's not local, he's definitely an indie guy for sure. The marvelous Jafar. Oh, MLW started playing on my phone too. That was wild. Uh, <clears throat> The Marvelous Jafar. You should type in The Marvelous Jafar Wrestler. I think I should because I'm getting, like, Aladdin. Yeah. Uh, and Alex Kane with a big Ooh. overhead belly to belly. Damn. Uh, You're getting Mark Merrill? Yeah, I can't Okay, find- so this, we can't find much about him because he's probably an indie guy. Well, yeah, but even as an indie guy, usually they're on cage match or something. They'll put themselves on cage match. Maybe this is his, maybe this is his debut oh, in wrestling. Geez. Oh, and if this is his debut in wrestling... No, I don't think it's his debut in wrestling, but it's definitely his debut in getting thrown around by Alex Kane like that. And oh. Well, he's made him his personal ho-ass. I'm yeah. going to make it a thing. Here we got a double underhook suplex. Yeah, that's what? Three different suplexes? Yeah, we're, we're three. Three in. Uh, and we've got the Bumaye Fight Club in the back. They're holding up scorecards. <laughs> they're, they're laughing at Jafar. They are... I, I, I'm loving all of this. And it's smart by Alex's part to give O'Shea Edwards the Oprah Cup to hold. Absolutely. Because who's going to fuck with him? Nobody. And hopefully we're going to see O'Shea uh, wrestling over here. I would love to. I would absolutely love to. I mean, we've definitely seen Shane Taylor be killing oh, it. Geez, uh, Rightfully, oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Jafar is busted The over. marvelous Jafar is now marvelously bleeding from the nose. I like that. That was good. Well played. Here we go. We're going to get an exploder. Exploder uh, suplex in the corner. Yeah. It's like a urinal. Oh, yeah. No, exploder. Oh, that was an exploder. God. <laughs> Alex. Yo, look, the ref is stopping it. The ref is stopping it. It's over. This guy's out. Like, that's ref stoppage. Four suplexes in. Alex, it's over. you are ruthless, bro. Oh, my God. Look, he's he's not done. He's not. Well, we're going to get a German? We're going to get a German. Alex okay. takes Beaumaier. This, this guy is out. Seriously. Like, I really, I, I, this guy's legitimately out, man. Oh, he's dead weight. Look, Alex is deadlifting him. Yeah, oh. he's out. Dude, he's out. This kid's, like, I know you playing dead isn't maybe that hard to sell, but he's selling it great. Oh, like, yeah. He looks no. dead. Two Germans, and then he literally kicked him out of the ring. Alex Kane didn't even break a sweat. I think he sweated more in his promo than he did in that match. That's insane. Alex Kane physique looks better, too, every time I see him. Like, Jesus Christ. I mean, I enjoyed every minute of all of this. He's got the mic back in his hands. It's amazing. See, this is someone who needs more mic time. Not like Enzo. Too much mic time. Yeah, his his promos have really improved. Like it, it, it's awesome because we've been we've watched every single episode of MLW for. Oh, here we go! At least the past two years, and here comes Davy Boy Smith Jr. Well, this was inevitable. Like yeah. if you're gonna call out somebody from the back, this but is the person who's are, gonna answer are, the call. Are the Billington brothers gonna be with him? No, no, no. It's just him, and I I think that's fine. That's all he needs. Oh, he's, gonna he's, tear through, he's gonna tear through. He's gonna tear through the Boomaye fight club. They're they're just. 
Yeah, they're all taking the show. There we go. There goes oh O'Shea Edwards. Gosh, he went down. Going down. Yeah, they giving a little extra attention to Yeah, you have to. You have to. Oh, hold on. Myron Reed. Mr. Thomas. Oh, Myron's back. Oh, this well, is... Well, I know. It's pre-tape, but yeah. <clears throat> oh, there are the Billington Bulldogs. There they are. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we got to even up the odds here a little bit. The there, yeah, a little bit for sure. I like this. I do like this. You know, I could, I would be okay if Myron's last taped match in MLW was a six-man tag. I would be okay with that. I would be okay with too. I, I mean, I just saw a video yesterday, or at least it was a photo. Uh, it was Zach and and Trey and Myron. So just great to see those guys uh, working. But I know Myron was super, super appreciative and grateful for his time in MLW. Uh, he appreciated the spotlight that that uh, they gave him. So you know, it's nice in this era. To see uh, such amicable, but he also honored both of his contracts. He stayed yeah. to the right, the last. He fulfilled all his dates, and him and Court Bauer had a, a parting of the ways that was quite respectful, from what I understand. And I, I haven't talked to Myron fully off the record, but we've had a couple conversations. Uh, the door's always open. Anytime Myron Reed wants to step back through an MLW ring, there will be no hesitation on anyone's part. Well, I mean, as as we could see by last week's discussion about Leo Rush, Court will certainly take people back as long as they're good good workers, clearly. And then Myron... Wasn't really a discussion, more of a... a oh, sp oh, my God. Speaking of psychic. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so a little the propane tank is Leo refilled, Rush. guys. The propane tank is refucking filled. The bad child... Oh, you know what would be funny, honestly, and I'm not. What? I'm not taking the piss here. Yeah, you are. You're I'm gonna not. say something to just annoy me. You're gonna want. You want to see I'm this bait in my not, fucking head, Bob? Listen, what if he came back and his gimmick was retired Leo Rush? Like that's his gimmick. I would buy that shirt. I would buy that shirt. See, I would. That's money right there. So just be honest about it, then. Well, I was trying to say it, but you were getting all huff and hot and. Well, yeah, because last time I didn't even get a chance to say my piece. By the way, that new logo for Underground is really good. I really do like the logo. I'm loving the production value. It's. it's I don't know if they're just doing things a little differently. There's, there's different people behind the scenes. Well, there also is with these with these TV deals does come a little bit more money for production. Yeah, so you're able to put stuff back in, and they are evolving, and it is looking a lot sleeker. Very sleek, very good. I mean, but for a first opening, oof. for a first opening premiere, this episode has been highly entertaining. From the one shot kid on Mance Warner on Real One to Alex Kane and just annihilating Jafar. Uh, so far, I'm thoroughly entertained. I would have said just... Oh, here we go. We're getting a street fight yeah, for next we week. I love street it. Street fight. All right, let's do so it. So this is also cool. I, I would be okay with stuff like this. Give me a street fight. Give me a cage match. Now, here's something we haven't discussed. With Nduka's depart from MLW, does that mean the tag titles are vacant? Uh, because we, we're missing... No, no, no. We're missing, we heavy, we're missi we're missing uh, Heavyweight Hustle. He's MIA right now. And Iduka is so, no longer there. So I believe before he left, they did record a match, uh, and I forget which one it was, but they did drop the titles. Yes. Okay, but where is Calvin Tankman? Where has Calvin Tankman been? I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm not. I'm not asking you to get like, friends. Wild. I don't. I don't call I him. Hey, Calvin, you, how you, you doing? You only where have two you? friends. Me and your cat. No, but I'm asking where. Like, where has he been all this time? He hasn't been on TV. Is he injured? I don't know. Maybe just been busy. What's that? Oh, oh AO. AO. Who okay. the hell is AO? Maybe we're going to find out this, soon. Honestly, with this buildup, this better be somebody good. That looks like Mads Kruger. That is it Mads is. Kruger. Yeah, because he's also gone. So yes. join or die. And that you got the uh, the segmented snake on the bottom there, which is the... Uh... So Mads Kruger is down. 
It looks like he's just taking a nap. Like, he just laid down, like, Undertaker style and decided to take a nap. They could have made it look a little more natural, like he was sprawled out or something. The he's best, just, like, the best just one, lying down The best straight. one ever was Gangrel. Oh, yeah, just Gangrel in the corner? It was, it was awesome. <clears throat> Well, Hammerstone has been champion for almost 500 days. 494 days. God, the time really flies. Right? It does. It does. So, and 91% of his wins via the Nightmare Pendulum. And I don't mean to take away from the promo he's kind of right now, but I just want to go back to what I was saying before about Alex Cade. We've been able to watch his growth, and it's so cool yeah. to watch somebody just improve and put the work in and to just watch him get better and better and well, better. Well, it's also cool to be able to document his entire his entire evolution, right? Because, like, when he goes back and retires, he can go back and listen to stuff like this and, and hear people talking about, like, <clears throat> people were talking about me on a podcast. Like, that's cool. You know? It, it, it's, an, it's a cool thing, and uh, we're happy to be a part of it. As we get a little bit of a throwback to the uh, past champions of MLW. Low-key, you know, you know who had an underrated run, man? was uh, Filthy Tom Lawler and also Loki. They both had very underrated runs. Yeah, well, Loki is notoriously uh, difficult to work with sometimes. That's why you don't see him in a lot of places. No, but I, I'm saying that the run he yeah, had yeah, is the decent. Uh, strengths, unrelenting, undefeated, knockout power. That was EJ and Duca, EJ by the way, Duca, if you're yeah. watching along with us. That was EJ's and Alex Kane's is endurance, experience, and fight strategy. Uh, EJ's got the height advantage EJ's got the weight advantage EJ also has the reach advantage So a lot of advantages going to EJ uh, From just the outside looking in, obviously He's a <clears> big <throat> dude You know, I don't So, again, I'm always, like, looking at gear Because I believe gear is important I actually don't like that EJ wears kick pads For such a tall guy He doesn't do that much kicks I think if he just wore, like Like, knee-high wrestling boots It would really or even just like the short kind of ankle uh length ones just like show off all your muscles dude like don't hide them behind kick pads oh this philly this philly crowd very unappreciative right now of the judge we know why philly is hammerstone territory oh yeah yeah they love them some hammer in philly and uh, EJ and Hammer are two guys you can look at because I, the MLW uh, has a Facebook discussion group, which is actually run by MLW and guys like Hammerstone are in there and they're moderators and, and such. And uh, somebody posted a picture of Hammerstone recently and he was extremely cut, uh, very low fat. Uh, and that's because Hammerstone's a bodybuilder. And, he, you know, when you prep for a bodybuilding competition, you cut weight, you cut fat uh, so you get as lean as possible. Uh, not like you really do when you're wrestling and you're, you're bulking up a bit more. Uh, so there's some comments on there like, oh, he's on the juice, he's on the gas. It's like, come on, that's extremely disrespectful. Uh, you can look at Hammerstone. You don't see he, do he doesn't well, look at him in that shirt. He looks like my wife when she wears one of my T-shirts yeah. right now. And I don't mean that rudely, but look how much of that shirt that is hanging off of him. triple XL. He's, he, he doesn't have, you know, the, the, the typical things you see from somebody who's on steroids. He doesn't have, like, breasts. No. He doesn't have back acne, you know. He doesn't have uh, a roid belly. Like, you can see these things in people who, who use steroids for a long time. 
I, I'm, I don't yep. know. I have yeah. all those problems. <laughs> I mean, I don't know 100%, but I'm pretty sure Hammer's not on Except the gas. Except back acne. I do yeah. not have that. You look at guys like Hammer and Nduka, they do not look like they're on the gas to me. That, to me, is just, like, hard work in the gym. That's that's putting in the work. That's diet. That's routine. You know what, though? Uh, thank God Rob pointed out the roid belly. I was living yeah. with the struggle a long time, and I am proud that I, uh, I'm able to get that out. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you for giving me a platform. <laughs> I mean, I, unpopular opinion. I kind of am in like indifferent to steroids. If somebody wanted to use steroids, yeah, your body, your choice, man. I I, I kind of have that that opinion, but I understand. But there are a lot of things out there that are supplements that do have a hint of steroids in them. If you do enough of them, you do over time oh. get the results. Oh yeah, there's the man. The, the how many people like there was that uh, there was that Canadian rower Silken Lauman. Oh yeah, she got busted for taking an allergy medication that had steroids in it. It, it, it's crazy like the pharmacological system is is so wild uh I tell you man buy stock in apple tax that's what you gotta get your money in <laughs> so we got tim Barr doing the japanese style ring introduction here for a uh now we've seen match. we've seen hammer get put down in in a few scenarios uh, but never to the point where he won't get back up even when he was bleeding all over richard holiday's suit he still got back up so I, I don't know what Nduka is going to have to do here to put him down, but it's Nduka is going to have to put a lot into this. Both these guys have such incredible uh, tenacity and endurance and will to win. Uh, interesting as well to note that Nduka has got the hustle and power tag still on his uh his trunks, which is interesting. Well, they are still tag team champions. They, they are, but you know, given the the kind of disconnect in uh, what's the word I'm looking for, they've been ghosting each other. Yeah, it's almost like a breakup where nobody's really broken up with the other person. Yeah, I've done a lot of those. <laughs> Upset. Yeah, there you go. And there's Hammerstone with the if big they, question for you. If they ever did release the 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 MLW title that you could purchase it, would you purchase the MLW title? Probably not the world. Um, I I really like the open weight and the tag belts. I actually was going to say belt. my favorite belt is the middleweight belt. Yeah, the middleweight the belt is gorgeous belt. Uh, we were Ricky Shane Page was on, on his Twitch. Which I was talking about it last week. He was uh, trying to drum up donations to buy some belts actually for the promotion he's starting. And uh, we all had a whole discussion about... Well, that's legal. In a last well, man standing, he hit him with the title. That is perfectly legal. The belt. Perfectly legal. Uh, we were talking about favorite belts. And, and I said, you know, like, you're an MLW. How do you feel about the MLW belts? Because I think they have some beautiful ones. He's like, yeah. He goes, you know, the the championship belt's a bit blocky, but I like it. Uh, and the other ones, they all have a nice look to them. But uh, the general consensus was the, was the IC belt is one of the nicest. The old school WWF intercontinental championship. It is, it is a nice belt. Just gorgeous. Actually, I'm a big fan of the Winged Eagle. Heavyweight championship. That, that's Ricky's favorite. Well, you know what Cody said? If he does win from uh, Roman Reigns, he will bring that belt back. I'd be interested to see if that happens. As, oh my God, Hammerstone just picks up Nduka and drags, well, not drags him, carries him all the way across the but ring. But I think we should note this. I mean, yes, I understand it was right after the bell rang, but Hammer only stayed down for a count of three with getting that belt shot right in his face. So good on Hammer. Well, he's fresh, right? Oh grabbing a whole handful this. of Nduka uh, ass right he's now. Guys. Oh, yeah. With a big fallaway slam. Shades of, of course, the legend, Scott Hall. You could have just said grabbing all kinds of Nduka. You didn't have to point out that he, he yeah, he did he have really a, had a handful he had of a ass. Handful. Well, he had to. Nduka's a big guy. He had to have a grip on him. It's, it's yeah, of course, wrestling. Of course. Absolutely. Uh, Nduka's not excited about Look, this at all right now. You can't, yeah. you can't do pro wrestling without grabbing some privates. Um, unfortunately, it's the way it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't really know how to address that. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, there's an old famous story about... Uh, Goldeye? Goldeye. Yeah, right over the ropes. Bam! Uh, Rick Rude had to teach Ultimate Warrior how to do a gorilla press slam without squeezing everybody's dick. I've how, heard that story. How, yeah. Actually, like, I think I think Ultimate Warrior talked about it on his DVD that if it wasn't for Rick Rude, a lot of people out there would have had free bisectomies. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, you know... Like I said, it's it's just part and parcel of wrestling. You're touching bodies. You're, you're gonna do a body slam on a big guy. You're you're grabbing some gooch. Absolutely. And and in this match, I will say this: EJ has used the environment to his advantage. Hammer not so much has utilized the environment so far in this match, but EJ has. Oh, he hit him with the underside of the chair. Too. Yeah, not even the top side. Yeah, that's. Oh. Now we switched it. Now we switched it. There we go. Now oh, it's a little bit safer. That did that. That hurt me watching yeah, it. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, he's got the ring bell. Oh no, he went for the title. Ducked it. EJ, bam! Chair shot. What the hell? Not like this, EJ. Not like this. So EJ is clearly out thinking Hammer at this point. In the early stages of this match, EJ has had the advantage. Oof. Oh, dropped him on the ring apron. Yeah, you know what's smart on that? It, it, take out Hammer's back. If Hammer right? if Hammer doesn't have a back, it's gonna be hard for him to get up. I'd be I'd be putting that chair around his knee and just. I was gonna say I'd be taking him out of the legs. I mean that's a way to oh, get. Oh, there you go, Calvin Tankman against Willie Mack. Okay, next there we week. go. There we go. Okay, so they're asking go. where's Calvin Tankman. There Ask is. and thou shalt receive. That'll be a good match, man. That Calvin Tankman and Willie Mack almost mirror each other in style and uh, what Both they can do in the two ring. Deceptively agile, large dudes. Uh, that should be a fucking banger. Looking forward to that for sure next week. Guys, don't forget, follow the socials, and don't forget that we're going to do watch-alongs and or reviews every Tuesday uh, slash Wednesday, depending on how our schedules link up, and watch watch-longs slash reviews every Thursday after Fusion, um, and we're going to keep it coming as regular as possible. Uh, and, uh, you know, shout out to everyone that watches. Shout out to everyone from SNME. If you're turning into us for the first time, please keep coming back. And, uh, of course, if you can't catch us on the SME network, that's okay. We'll be premiering on Saturdays there. Uh, if you can't catch us on SME, that's all right. Swing over to Straight Talk Wrestling YouTube page. You can catch us all on there. All our content is up there, new and old. Bam! And, I mean, I would watch around episode 13 because that's when Rob comes in. There was 12 other episodes before. You don't need to watch it all. Ah, oh, it's all good. It's all good. And it's not good for Hammer right now, though. He is getting just the shit kicked out of him. Okay, where did the kendo stick come from? I didn't see anybody bring a kendo stick in. Oh, it's probably under the ring. Yeah. Oh, the ref just placed it very conveniently there for both men to utilize. Good on you, ref. You know, I'll tell you something. Every nice oh, drop kick. Shotgun drop kick <clears throat> off the top. I, I make a... An, I kind of try to look under the ring at every wrestling show I go to where I can. Uh... And there, there is some wild shit that gets kept under the ring. Let me tell you, uh, I'm not going to go into detail, but it wouldn't surprise me that there's just like Kendall sticks well, laying around under. So there. it's funny you mentioned that. I remember watching a pay per view from one of the bigger promotions. Mm-hmm. Somebody went under the ring to get a ladder or a chair. They lifted up the wrong side, and you could see uh, a sandwich, like a submarine sandwich, underneath there, a bag of chips, and a couple bottles of pop. Because whoever was under the ring for the entirety of the pay per view was eating. Under the ring, waiting for their time to come up. Uh, yeah, and Hammerstone on the entrance ramp with well, Duca. They're hooked up. High risk, high reward, right? Uh, going back to what you were saying, oh, there's look at Duca just scoops Hammer like no effort. Nice slam right on the apron, and that's got to just Hammer's back's got to have no feeling left into it. Big shine for Duca there. Um, yeah, go go listen to some of the stories about like Swoggle, where he'd have to be under the ring at a pay per view for like hours, waiting for his spot to come out. Uh, he had like a little apartment down there. He had a he had a little bed. He had like a couple buckets. If he had to go to the bathroom, he had a 
bunch of food, like a cooler with food just hanging out under the ring. Actually, one time they pulled out his uh, TV monitor. I guess he had a TV monitor hooked up underneath there so he could watch the show. Yeah, oh. we had to see what he was doing when he was supposed to come out and stuff, right? You got to know your cue. So there have been a lot of commercial breaks, and every time they come back from the commercial break, which we don't get, there's additional weapons added in the ring. We've got some chairs. we got a door. we got a two-by. we got a... Is that two doors? That looks like two doors, yes. Those are those unfinished doors that you have to finish yourself. Yeah, so, and I'm sure most people are aware of this by now, uh, tables are coming harder and harder to come by, particularly the, the old-style wood tables, because they just don't really make them anymore. They make plastic tables now. Uh, so a lot of people have switched to doors, especially you can get those thin, shitty veneer doors that break really easily. You get the same effect as a table. Just a little harder to prop up, and that's why, you, in this case, they've got the two chairs holding them to simulate the table effect, if you will. Uh, just a little more logistically difficult if you're running a show. Speaking of logistically difficult, Hammer's got to figure out a way out of this situation. He's got doors to the front of him, doors behind him, oh, there it DJ is. in the middle, and there's the spine buster through the door. Yeah. I will say EJ has had full control of Hammer this entire match. Or the entire most of the entirety of this match. Hammer's I don't know. I mean, I get it. You're the world champ. He's going to get up. He's going to get up, but he looks worse for the wear. We're at a count of six now? Yeah. No, we're at six. Here we go. And and Duca just taunting Hammer to say, you know... Stay down. Yeah. He can't believe it. I have count of eight. Oh, Hammer you know, gets I, up. Look at those boots. I think I take back what he's... Oh, I said about the kick pads. They don't look like kick pads anymore. I think they're just like... I think they're like shin, shin guards. guards like yeah. in front of his boots, which yeah, they, they are, right? I take back what I said. Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about sometimes. Makes sense. Well, there's a chain. We got a chain. You know what I would have liked to see? I wouldn't have liked to see these two in a dog collar match. I think these two would have had one hell of a dog collar fight. I was going to say... Please don't tell me you want to see a box of anthrax because we've seen no, that No, we've before. seen that. No, no. I, I, I never want to see the weapons of mass destruction match ever again. I mean, it was, looking back, it was kind of funny, but I guess it wasn't marketed as a like, did like comedy. The, I did like the bunkhouse brawl, though, with... Um, uh, yeah. Sorry. I did like the bunkhouse brawl with uh, 5150 and the uh, Von Erics. I thought that was pretty good. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, see there? Going for the knee. Wrapping that chain up. Oh, is he, like, chaining him to the, uh... Technically, I mean, if he can't get up... To the ring structure? It's not a bad idea. It's never been done. I wonder if that's a gimmick chain and Hammer's gonna, like, hulk out of it. Technically, he can't get up. Count it. You know, they could have gimmicked up a couple of those chain links. Like, made them brittle so Hammer could just, like... That would be awesome. That would be a great spot. Well, this is smart by Anduka right now. I mean, I've never seen this in the last man standing match, chaining your opponent to where he can't. I mean, the whole point is you have to keep him down. Oh, oh. there you go. Gimmick chain. You called it. He totally ripped out of that like it was nothing. That was awesome. Yeah. He broke the chain. That I was awesome. It. Yeah. Rob called that one. Oh, he's hulking up, baby. Yep. Jeez, okay. I'm going to buy a lottery ticket tonight. That's two things I've called. He's hulking up. Well, three now of the Hulk up. Oh, boom. I even love how when he does the Hulk up, he pays homage to Hogan when he does that. <gasps> yeah, oh yeah. He, really, I <laughs> he mean, goes all out for it, I love it. Uh, Hammer grew up like like we did on guys like Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior, etc. Et Those are the guys who, whose style he grew up enjoying and emulating, so he's going to pay homage to them, whether it's in his moves, his mannerisms, he shakes the rope like Warrior sometimes. Uh, and that's, that's what wrestling is all about, is 
is you take your influences from people and you apply your own spins on them. And speaking of spins, Enduka uh, is going to be going for one in a minute because well, Wayhammer's got a position right now. He could hit Enduka with that chair and go right into the doorway. Yeah. I think that's the plan. Enduka could spine buster him. No, oh. no, Hammer's got there. We go back shot. Oh. Well, that was probably a little bit of repercussion. Yeah, that was a receiver. That's for hitting me with the wrong side of the chair, asshole. That's what that was for sure. That was a receipt, 150%. Here we go, Spear. Yep. Boom. Oh, yeah. See those? And the doors actually, I think, break a little nicer than tables do. Well, unless if you're broken like that, because that all, and Duca took the brunt of that. It didn't break cleanly down the center, but yeah. And, well, a couple uh, receded chair shots, and Duke is down now. I don't have the uh, timestamp up, so I don't know what we're looking at in terms of... Well, we've been going about 44... We're almost at the end of this one. Yeah. I yeah. say it's close to the end. It has to be. So Hammer we got a just, seven now. we got to count a seven. Hammer just in the corner, waiting. Waiting nine. to pounce. Oh, Whoa, and Duke, uh, He came up at a nine. Second win, but this might be it. This might be Nightmare Pendulum time. There's the big bicycle kick. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, he's calling for it. Nightmare. Uh, is he gonna? Uh, has he done this before to Enduka? Not to EJ. No, they, I don't think they've ever. Wow. Had a match like this. It's gonna be incredible to see him give Enduka nightmare. Enduka posts up. Oh yeah, he got him. He got him up. Couldn't here really get him like. I think he wanted to stall him up at the top, but it's it's smart. Throw the throw the throw one the on doors him. on him. Why not? <laughs> It'll take a second to clear all that stuff off of him. Like it's really when you're when you're the guy getting lifted, it's really your job to post up and extend your legs. It's it's hard, that much height lifting up that much height. It, it, it's so hard. The We're fact that he got him up, and he got Jacob Fatu up. He got he got Jacob Fatu up with like ten. There we go. Fucked up ankle. Hammer retains. Hammer retains. This was Good a match. Cool, cool match. Cool feud. Uh, great, great opening episode of the return of Underground. Uh, this was an enjoyable 40-some-odd 40, uh, 40 minutes, man. So Hammer puts another feud to bed, and uh, now we move on. I wonder who's going to be the next person in line for uh, Hammer, Maybe if there's someone else before Fatu. Or are we going to go right to into Fatu now? Are they going to work the program now, finally? I don't know, but this was a nice little side feud for Hammer to have that I guess we didn't see coming because EJ wasn't really a, like a, a, a heel at the time. Uh, well, we kind of had a feeling that EJ was going to turn. We had a feeling because of the certain things, but... There's there's Hammer doing the uh, the Hogan flex. The fans in Philly seem to be loving the action here. This yeah, look at this. This is great. I'm oh. like, oh, there comes Fatu. Yeah, we're working right into we're going right into Fatu. I wonder if he's gonna call. No, no, he did say super fight. He's gonna wait till super fight. But things are looking good here with MLW. Like if you're not watching MLW, maybe you're just you caught us because we're on the SNME feed. And uh, you don't really know what's going on with MLW. We really encourage you to, to watch it, especially the past like three, four weeks have been have been real good. And the good thing about MLW, guys, I mean, it's, it's it doesn't take a whole lot of time up, man. We're talking two hours a week of content, Fusion and Underground, an hour each, sometimes less than an hour. Today's episode was about forty five minutes, give or take. Yeah, so, so we're it, at the end of it. If you like to watch a lot of wrestling and you're like, oh, I don't really have time, MLW is nice because you really don't have to invest a whole lot of time in it. And they're all their back catalogs up on YouTube. Uh, and I'm really stoked about what's what's going to come in the future for MLW, mm -hmm. especially this year. 
everything is looking looking good. They they've had some talent go, but they've got new talent coming in, keeping things always flowing, and it's been exciting. I, I'm satisfied with this episode. Absolutely. For a premiere episode of Gra- Underground on Reels was huge. And, uh, you know, shout out to Reels for uh, uh, hooking up with MLW to give the platform way more eyes. That's awesome. Uh, shout out to Corp Bauer, the mad genius, for making uh, moves like this and making things count. Production values up. Storylines are up. And, and again, we've said it a few times. Corp Bauer is very unorthodox in his storytelling. He's old school, but he flips the script a lot of times to points where you're like, damn, I didn't see that coming. Or damn, that was enjoyable. Corp Bauer's old school, but he does throw those curveballs in. His stories are simplistic, but when they hit, they hit different. MLW, in entirety, the whole program, hits different. You got your big boy champion in Hammer. You got a great tag team, tag team champs right now in Hustle and Power. Of course, Power is leaving the game or leaving MLW, but Hustle will still be there. Uh, you've got a great, uh, Lince Dorado is your middleweight champ. You've got, uh, who's the old boy champ right now? I'm sorry, it's escaping me right now. Davey Richards? Davey Richards. There we go. Davey Richards is the open weight champ. Alex Kane was the former champ. Alex Kane holds the Oprah slash Opera Cup slash Jim Carrey Cup, whatever you want to call it. It's been a lot of cups. There's a lot of cups going on. Great. Yeah, it was great. If you don't know what we're talking about, just go back to last week's fusion. But guys, that's it for every, us here on the Rewind. I'm your host, your boy, George McKay, and this is... I'm Uncle Bobby B, and uh, thanks again. You can catch us on the SNME Network. Saturdays. It's the free, yep, it's the uh, free feed this week, so you're catching us... On the free feed, you got to join up as a patron to catch us otherwise, or you can catch us on the Straight Talk Network. Uh, but uh, be sure to check out SNME, all the great shows, and you'll be hearing uh, more of us on there. Absolutely. Every Tuesday slash Wednesday, every Thursday slash Friday for Underground Infusion. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Adios. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm going to do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks, I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make.